Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And folks, it's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. And we have with us the man of the hour who needs no introduction at this point. It is the one and only Harley Schlanger. You can find him over at the LaRouchePack.com. LaRouchePack.com. You could also find him over at SchillerInstitute.com. SchillerInstitute.com. His latest uh, article right there, I would love for all of you to go there and check it out. Uh, is the Biden administration at state-sponsored uh, a state censorship to protect the unipolar world order? Fantastic article by Harley. Um, and again, folks, you can go right to the LaRoucheOrganization.com. And also, live at 2 p.m. Eastern, May the 14th, actually that just passed, uh, is their Manhattan Project meeting. If you missed it, uh, I think you'll be able to catch the restream. Correct, Harley? Yeah, it's archived, and I was one of the guests, and we talked a lot about the question of censorship, but we also talked about how the American Revolution was won. And yeah. you know, it wasn't as though the British were not trying to censor the American patriots. Hmm. Absolutely. But they figured out a way to get around that. Absolutely. And also looks like Siege has joined us. Hey, Siege, how are you? Hey, good day, Harley. Good day, V. Fantastic. Harley, there's a lot going. Hi, CJ. Harley, there's a lot going on. Where do you want to begin, especially with uh, the events as they unfold, not only in the um, uh, you know in in Europe, but also here at home in the United States, as things are just breaking over here. Well, I, I want to start with uh, what I think is the most important thing to look at first, but I do want to comment on the U.S. situation later, but. The decision to bring Finland and Sweden into NATO is a sign that the transatlantic governments, particularly under the direction of the Biden administration, the Johnson administration, and NATO, intends this war to continue. Yeah. And whether they intended to continue to nuclear World War III or just a war of attrition for decades, that's what they're planning. You know, think about this. Finland has an 800-mile border with Russia. Now, Finland is not exactly threatened by Russia, but the NATO propaganda machine is basically saying that Putin is planning to next Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and then after that, Finland, Sweden, and so on. This is just complete nonsense. It's stupidity of uh, at a grand scale. Well, imagine what would be the reaction if Mexico invited Russian troops or Chinese troops to come to the U.S.-Mexico border, border than we're getting from the Biden administration. <laughs> yes. But you can imagine the war hawks' reaction to that. And it would be legitimate when John Kennedy told Khrushchev, you get those missiles out of Cuba or we're going to take them out. 
And they managed a back-channel deal to get out of that situation without a nuclear war. Now, where is the back-channel today? You know, uh, the CIA director, uh, Burns, has written a book called The Back-Channel. What's he doing? He's still stoking the flames of, of Russian imperial aggression. So the, the uniform line from the West continues to be that Putin is a threat to everyone, that the Ukraine situation is the beginning of a new Russian imperial, that China has to be stopped, and we can spend 40, 50, 60 billion dollars that's not available to help Americans who can't get uh, baby formula, farmers who can't get credit, uh, businessmen who are cut off from their banks. They can't get it. But 40, 50, 60 billion can be given at the drop of a hat to Ukraine. So that's the first thing we have to focus on. Now, within that, there's a very interesting development that was pointed out to me by um, one of my friends, Garland Nixon, about the blow shooting. Yeah. And the person who allegedly carried it out was wearing on his the insignia of the Black Sun. That's oh, that's the insignia. Yeah, that's the insignia of the Azov Battalion. Correct. The Nazis in Ukraine of all these weapons were pouring in. Now, I know yes. we're going to hear a lot of people saying, uh, a lot of the anti-gun people are going to say, why don't we take the guns out of their hands? Why don't we do something to regulate gun distribution better? Well, let's start at the top. You have a government that's lying about a situation in which we're spending billions of dollars to Nazi thugs who have committed war crimes for the last eight years but who's, who trace their ancestry back to the Galician SS Nazi um, uh, thugs who were at the forefront of the genocide in Ukraine in World War II. Now, here's the, the question. There, there's no such thing as uh, Nazis in the Ukrainian military, which is an out-and-out out blatant lie. Why would you be surprised when disturbed people start turning up at, at shopping centers, shooting the place up, wearing the Azov Battalion insignia? Correct. Purporting, I, I don't know if it's true that he wrote a, a racist diatribe. It, we'll find out. But the fact of the matter is that there is, that there is support in the United States among certain networks for the kinds of Nazi policy that the government, the U.S. government, is supporting in Ukraine. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's the scandal. Now, my associate, Diane Sayre, who's an independent candidate for U.S. Senate in New York, against, and she called on people to call their congressmen to organize their congressmen and tell them, stop sending the funds to the Nazis in Ukraine. Right. Now, not everyone in the Ukrainian military is a Nazi. Not everyone in the Ukrainian government is a Nazi. But there's a hardcore force 
which was threatening Zelensky when he tried to make peace right after the election, when he was saying he's going to go to Donbass and negotiate, as he was obligated to do under the Minsk Accord, the Minsk II that was signed by the Ukrainian government, when he said he was going to do that, the Nazis said, if you do that, you'll be hanging from a tree. Why did we not protect him from the Nazis? Well, this just shows that the intention from the United States from the beginning was to use Ukraine as a proxy or as a battering ram against Russia. And as I've been pointing out, the, the reason for that is not just that they don't like Russians or they don't like Putin. It's that Putin doesn't accept the idea that Russia has to be subservient to a global banker's dictatorship. Correct. You know, the funniest thing is... And there are many, many countries around the world now that are... Oh, go ahead, Harley. Your, your, your audio, is, uh, it, it cuts here and out, uh, here and there. Uh, so, like, you will start something, you'll say it, then the audio cuts, but then it comes back in and you and it picks up where you left off. But uh, go okay. ahead, you, 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 what you were saying. I'm just saying it's not just Russia and China that are opposing the Great Reset and the Green New Deal. It's India, it's Indonesia, it's Egypt, it's right. Brazil, Argentina. More than half of the world's population lives in countries that refuse to condemn Russia, refuse to join the sanctions regime. We're becoming a minority on the planet. And it's not a virtuous minority. It's a corrupt, evil gang that is committed to depopulation and committed to destroying governments that are trying to protect their people. Some of these governments may not be so good at it. We should be helping them instead of insisting that they impose the uh, policies that will destroy uh, two-thirds or more of mankind. The West is craven. The West is insane. The West is corrupt. The West has no physical production. The West has no real economy. The West's economies and their cultures and their societies are all imploding and falling apart. And it's remarkable to be in this stage of the game that right now, I mean, the latest numbers out, Harley, is that Germany is pretty much running low on weapons to supply to Ukraine. So is the British. So are the, the Polish. So is, uh, you know, ma many of the European countries have nothing. The U.S. is pretty much running right, right now. They can't make enough javelins because they just don't have any in stock. A lot of the raw materials needed for the Western war machine is not even created nor is it procured these raw materials and resources that they need in any of the Western territories that they control. So when I look at this whole entire thing, at one level, it is it looks like a military operation. But I think from looking at it from the number side, just following the money trail here, Harley, I am seeing the lar another extremely large money laundering operation in the guise, uh, you know, disguised as a war. And that's exactly what it looks like, because there is no way on God's green earth that the West, especially NATO, could even survive a war against Russia, let alone Russia and China combined. Well, and you know that Ukraine is known as a money laundering center. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons it, it is so good a fit for the British and, and Wall Street gang. That's look, look, the other thing that's just astonishing. 
that this uh, retired Colonel Vindman, who is one of the key people in building the case against Trump for the second impeachment. Yes. Vindman came out over the weekend saying we should give Ukraine not just money and weapons, but weapons with which they can shoot missiles into Russia. This guy's insane. And he said, unless you do that, we'll lose this war. Now, this man was portrayed thoughtful military leader. He's obviously a lunatic. He is. And a liar. Yes. And a liar. Now, why do we depend on people like that to build a case against Putin? Right. Because there is no honest case against Putin. Now the Ukrainian security is saying he has cancer. He's about to die. There's going to be a coup against him. I mean, it, it may be they're trying to set up to kill him. In fact, I'm sure they probably are. But you, know, you get this kind of psychological warfare that's tw- 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's nonstop. And, you know, the, the reason for it is to bolster the confidence of the gullible. Because if you look at the ratings for MSNBC, CNN, and, and these other networks, it's really, really small. So who are they talking to? They're putting out the line for their allies around the world. And that's what the psychological warfare is about. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly it. And and to make the you know population of the West seem like, hey, you know what, you know we're we're the bigger team here, and uh, we still control and call the shots on a global scale when they don't, which just makes the overall pilfering and pillaging of their own populations that much more easier. This is terrible, Harley. It's like I'm looking at all the data here, and it's like the especially on the financial side, it doesn't scream to me nuclear war but I, I i can never underestimate the gross incompetence of western leaders to make a mistake that can lead us down that path well I, this is people ask me often do i think they really want nuclear war no i think they believe their press clippings i think they believe that the unipolar world is the strongest it's ever been yeah that the russians are desperate that the U.S. is going to rebound because of the brilliance of the Federal Reserve and the economists that are advising the president, and that ultimately everyone wants to be like America. Now, most of the people I encounter around the world, and I'm talking more and more with people from especially the Southern Hemisphere, they love America or the idea of America, the idea of America from the 60s, maybe the 70s, but not America today. And most Americans are still somewhat foggy on the fact that we've become the nation of the the mother of all war criminals. Yep. With our policies, just just tick them off. The Balkans, Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, now Ukraine, taking on Russia. Uh, imposing yeah. policies on African countries which can't feed their population, forcing them to export the food they're producing and to use the proceeds from that not to feed their population, but to pay the debt to the banks. Correct. 
That's the criminal nature of the United States. That's not our Constitution. That's not the American tradition. And we have to rescue that tradition from this gang of uh, corrupt uh, thieves who think it's the part of the rules-based order that we can steal other nations' deposits in our banks. Yeah. You know, imagine if, if Jesse James or Billy the Kid had that as, a, as an approach. You know, this, this is thievery on the largest scale, 300 plus billion dollars from Russia. You think that's ever going to go back to the Russian? Nope, it's not. And you know what? The, the Russians are kind of glad they did it because now it shows the world exactly the evil corruption that the United States is capable of, number one. Number two, as of yesterday's news, the ruble right now is the best performing currency beating out the Brazilian real and how well it's doing and performing, Harley. So a lot of these things have completely backfired. What the West and what the unipolar world has done is they have, it looks like they have accelerated their de dollarization. They have accelerated their own destruction. It's unbelievable. And Arlie, you made a point about, about the whole uh, Buffalo thing earlier, right, with the Azov Brigade. Here's another thing I want to bring home to the audience, Harley. I don't know if you saw this or not. Here's Brandon Walker from CBS News, I'm sorry, NBC News 2 in Buffalo. Brandon Walker. Here's the same gentleman under the same uh, under a different name at a different name. <laughs> there you go. Same guy, two different names, two different stations. Same message. Same message. <laughs> we are at a level of propaganda in this country, Harley. It is unbelievable. The CIA psychological operation is in full tilt here. In the United States, Harley. It's un incredible to see this. Well, you know, one of the things I highlighted in my daily update this morning is that some people still say, well, why do you attack the green water? Don't we need to do something about carbon emissions? The answer is not what they're proposing, because that's not the problem. Changing the carbon dioxide, the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, has very little to do with the temperature, which has to do with solar radiation, the position of the Earth in the, in the solar system and the solar system in the galaxy, because there's global warming that we've now recorded going on on Jupiter and Neptune, where as Correct. far as I last saw, there are no combustion engines on those planets. No, there, there's no SUVs there. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is that people haven't really internalized how evil this Green New Deal is. But I want to just read a quote from the person who's sort of the godfather of the environmentalists, Bertrand Russell, Lord, who was one of the key people in shaping the so-called peace movement in the, in the 60s and the environmentalist movement. He wrote a, a paper in 1954 called The Impact of Science on Society, which was an attack on science and technological advance because he said it leads to population growth, which will destroy the planet. We need to reduce population. Now, here's what he then said. These are direct quotes from that essay. War so far has had no very great effect on this increase, which continued through each of the world wars. War has been disappointing. 
shifting in this respect. In other words, in reducing population. Now listen to this. Bacteriological war may prove more effective. If a black death could spread throughout the world once in every generation, survivors could procreate freely without making the world too full, in other words, overpopulated. Then he concludes, pleasant, but what of it? Really high-minded people are indifferent to happiness, especially other people's happiness. Now, what does he mean by high-minded people? He means Davos, he means WEF, he means Prince Charles and, and his old sidekick princes that created the environmentalist movement as the Green Revolution. And if you look now at what's happening in Europe, the Green parties are leading the drive toward war against Russia. They're insane. Why? Is committed to scientific and technological development as the way to increase the productivity of their workforces to increase the total wealth available to the society. Russell and those guys basically start from the standpoint that the rich have to keep their wealth and the people. It's in common economics. It's satanic philosophy. 100% Harley. And you know, we have the, uh, we have the, the, the Sultan himself, Recep Tayyip Erdogan in uh, Turkey has specifically came out and says that he is against Sweden and Finland joining NATO. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know what his reason is? Because NATO has a rule that countries that are in NATO should not be funding terrorist operations against other NATO countries. Correct. And Sweden and Finland both have been given money and full logistical support, in some cases even weapons, to Kurdish separatists that yep. for the Turkish threat, and until recently were considered a terrorist threat by the U.S. Correct. State Department. So, it, it's so, only a matter of time before the... Turkey the, is actually asserting... Erdogan yeah. can veto it, correct? Don't, does, as a member of NATO, can't one member object to it? Or how, how does that work, Harley? Te technically, he can stop it. I think what they're going to do is they're going to make some kind of quid pro quo with him, uh, which, if he goes along with it, it just shows that, that he's playing the same game. But I think the point he's making is legitimate. If you believe in a so-called rules-based order, then why do you violate your own rules for the sake of increasing the war uh, capability against Russia? It, it just exposes the hypocrisy of the West. And the, the yeah, it does. They may say Erdogan's a hypocrite. Where do you think he learns it? From us. We're the masters of We are the poster child of hypocrisy and incompetence, Harley. And unfortunately, of increasing the death rate in poor countries, which don't go along with our bankers. Yep. You know, Turkey has the second largest military in NATO. And over the court, I mean, from the, CIA, the, from the failed CIA coup against Erdogan, to several other missteps that NATO has done because they're just a bunch of ignorant buffoons, they're in effect driving Turkey out of NATO. And I think Turkey's been playing this whole middle ground, one side against the other, 
it's coming to a point where they simply cannot, okay, they simply cannot play this middle ground anymore, Harley. What do you think? Well, for once, I agree with Macron, the French president, when he said NATO a year and a half ago, when he was partly trying to kiss up to Donald Trump. But the fact of the matter is that NATO has been searching for a mission since the Soviet Union collapsed in 1990. And now, according to Stoltenberg and others, and Boris Johnson is a key promoter of this, it's global NATO. It's uh, global NATO merging with global Britain. And there's talk now about expanding NATO in the South China Sea, uh, bringing Australia in, Japan and South Korea. I, I, I hope the Japanese and the South Koreans aren't so stupid to hitch their wagon to the British again, because every time they've done that in history, they've ended up on the short end of the stick. But this idea of global NATO, of the democracies versus the autocracies. You know, look how democratic we are. I mentioned that um, we are who's running against uh, Chuck Schumer. And for yeah. those of you who are interested, go to the SARE for Senate, S-A-R-E for Senate website. You can read about it. But what was the yeah. last thing that uh, Governor Cuomo did on his way out the door in New York State? He tripled the number of signatures required for an independent to get on the ballot in New York State from 15,000 to 45,000 to basically make the state a two-party dictatorship. Now, yeah. we're doing everything we can, moving heaven and earth to get 45,000 signatures. And, and those rogue news supporters and, and viewers who live in New York State, if you have a little bit of time the next couple of weeks, contact the SARE campaign, because I can assure you if Diane SARE succeeds and we're moving in that direction, succeeds in getting on the ballot to run against Schumer, uh, Chuck Schumer is going to be most unhappy with that prospect. Yeah. And this is why it's important. And and honestly, I'm, I'm willing to take a whole bunch of busload of people and go up there and uh, <laughs> fight fire with fire, Harley. You know, if, if, if the Democrats have come up with false signatures and ballot stuffing, I think we should do it as well. <laughs> Well, you know, the irony is that we probably don't have to because most yeah. people don't support the Democratic Party or the Republicanly controlled entities. Correct. And what we're finding yes. on the street is that we don't have enough people out there to get the signatures of people who are ready to sign up because, you know, people are angry. They're looking for an outlet. They're yep. looking for someone who will stand up and tell the truth. And exactly. I think... We saw that in 2016. We could see that in 2022 if we get the right candidates on the ballot. Yeah. Harley, we have a clip here that uh, CJ sent us. It's uh, the Pentagon funded a think tank that simulates war with China. Tank and simulates they... war with China. Yeah. Absolutely free and secure Northrop Embassy. Hey, CJ, they actually show anything here? Or? I, I think it's just recapping. I don't think they actually played the video from NBC, but uh, who would think that they would be showing this on a regular national television program? They're actually wargaming it. You know, we know it's taking place, but it's still pretty, pretty startling. They put it out there and, and basically kind of signaling to the American people the potential of this happening. Yep. Meanwhile, Rand Corporation did the same thing, and um, they completely, uh, the U.S. completely got blown out of the water. And that it was like the Australians who was observing that uh, that that exercise 
that the Rand Corporation simulated using some advanced computer models. Uh, the the Aussie observer said that it was like clubbing baby seals. <laughs> it's not a question of how how the United States law loses, but how fast the United States loses. You know, when when Lyndon LaRouche was uh, still alive and he had a chance to meet with some former uh, military veterans from the German NATO forces in the 1990s, one of them said to him, you know, our army doesn't uh, amount to much. If we go out to the parade grounds to uh, pick up the cigarette butts, we lose the war to the cigarette butts. Yep. Yep, exactly. Very well said. Harley, thank you so much for joining us and uh, sharing this important information with us, folks. You can find them over at LaRoucheOrganization.com, LaRoucheOrganization.com, as well as the TheSchillerInstitute.com, TheSchillerInstitute.com. And uh, with any other last words you want to say, Harley? No, just I, I really, uh, Diane, Sarah, Sarah for Senate. Uh, uh, Harley, I'd love to interview her if you can set it up. I'd love to put her out there. Absolutely. I can set it up. As a fellow New Yorker in exile, I would love that. All right. I'm glad to do it. Take care, Harley. God bless you, my friend. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Again, follow Harley over at LaRoucheOrganization.com, TheLaRoucheOrganization.com, as well as SchillerInstitute.com. And with that being said, we're over and out. Enjoy your day.